Yo, minasan, konnichiwa. Welcome to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Ninjeri. Now check it out. Today we're gonna talk katana blades. Not just any katana blades, cursed katana blades. Now check it out. I was talking to my friend about swords. As you all know, I love swords. You know, those are one of my favorite things about Japan. And Japan is famous for katana. So, you know, it was just a simple conversation. And my friend mentioned that he went to a antique shop where they sold old katana swords. He said that there were lots of them and that some of them were very cheap. But he said he didn't want to buy them because he was afraid that one of them may have drawn blood in the past. He said because they're very, very old. He said the new ones are much lighter, but the old ones that who knows what year they're from are definitely have drawn blood in the past. And I was very fascinated with this because I said, okay, so they draw blood. What what does that mean? He's like, well, that means it's cursed. There's, It's bloodthirsty, so I'm not going to get it. So that fascinated me a lot because I've never heard this before. I mean, I've heard of, you know, cursed objects and this and that and ghost stories, but I've never heard of a cursed katana blade. And after reading more into it, I got more information about it. So check it out. It all started with legendary famous sword maker Masamune. Now, Masamune is widely recognized in Japan as the greatest swordsman. He created all types of swords and daggers. He was also responsible for pretty much inventing the katana blade. He came up with a special technique that he could mix steel with blended soft steel together in layers to keep the sword from breaking. So if you ever seen a documentary how to make a katana sword, I highly recommend you check that out because it is very fascinating. Just to give you a quick idea what they do is they basically get steel and they blend it together soft steel and hard steel they blend it and they put it in very high temperature and they let it sit there and after they bring it out of the fire they basically bend it together they fold it they fold it and they fold it and they fold it and this extends the sword little by little little by little it's a long process that takes several weeks to make but in the end it pays off because the sword is pretty pretty much unbreakable since it's been folded so many times it becomes hard as steel and it has that nice little curve as all katanas do it basically has the soul of the sword maker in the sword because when you put it in cold water it has a nice little curve and then you have a nice design on the edge that they all they all are different which makes the sword unique and gives it its own personality now how does Masamune play in this process? Very simple. The belief is that every sword maker that, you know, whatever sword they make, the soul of the sword maker is engraved in the sword. And Masamune was known to be completely mad and prone to bouts of violence. He was a genius, but at any given moment, something would trigger him that would just be bloodthirsty he just wanted to attack anyone in his sight so he was known to be insane and a deadly warrior so when he made these swords many people believe that his soul was captured into this katana blade and whoever has the katana blade they get this supernatural power that they become extremely strong and 
pretty much invisible invincible they attack at will and they just want to draw blood and after they draw blood they're bloodthirsty they want to draw more blood so as you can imagine the swords that exist today pretty much all of them have blood the old ones anyways and over the years obviously they clean off the the blade and they made it sharper to get rid of the the blood that was on the blade but the soul inside the sword still wants this blood so the belief is if you touch the sword you become cursed because you have this thirst of blood you want to kill somebody so I was fascinated with the story that whoever has this a sword that's made by Masamune most likely drew blood in some ancient battle or in the past somewhere and thus they want to do the same thing they want to quench their thirst and they just attack people randomly with the katana sword luckily uh thankfully these katana blades they're they are in museums or scattered throughout japan i mean masamune is a very well-known swordsman but but there are not too many of the swords that still exist today now if you go to a pawn shop or an antique store in japan and you see a katana sword that's cheap you should think why is it cheap i know that you know there's katana swords that cost millions of yen you know because they're just beautiful but one of my friends told me that there was a sword that was eight mon eighty thousand yen which is roughly just under eight hundred dollars he was saying me he was telling me why is it so cheap why are they selling it so cheap is it a bad quality sword he said that he saw it he said it, it was very good condition and it was actually very heavy and and it was legit sword he was thinking maybe it's one of those cursed swords that's why they want to get rid of it they just want someone to buy it and bring it to their home and he said he doesn't want to buy the sword because of the curse now me i've always wanted to buy a katana blade always since I was a little kid, I always thought they were extremely just amazing and awesome. And then when I saw how they're made, that made me want even more one. I mean, but now that I'm a family man, it's not a good idea to have a sword in my house, especially with a little baby that's going to become a toddler pretty soon. And, you know, they pretty much grab everything in sight. And that's not a good thing to have, especially if you have a you know, son that I know is going to be running around like crazy like I was when I was his age. So for me, it's going to be a pass for a katana sword. As much as I would love to have one, it's not in the best interest of my family. And I definitely don't want to put my family at risk of getting hurt because I would never forgive myself if something were to happen. So that's why I'm going to just pass and admire them from a distance. And when there's some sort of exhibit at a museum, then yes, I'll go with my family and check them out. And now, a word from our sponsors. Living La Vida in Japan is sponsored by There was an age unheard of. Powerful wizards, warriors, and beasts existed. And then came Dario. Destined to find the Tsar and be ruler of Hirus. But every quest has its challenges. Now, I will tell thee of his adventures. Let me tell you about Shield of Honor, The Secret of the Tsar. Buy it today. Available on Amazon, iBooks, 
Barnes & Nobles, and many other retailers. Click on the link below. You are listening to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Ninja Eddie. Now check it out. Today we've been talking cursed katana blades. How about you? Do you believe in cursed katana blades? Shoot me an email at livinglavidainjapan at gmail.com or shoot me a voicemail directly on this podcast. Or do you own a katana blade in your house? I'm curious to know. Please let me know. Before I forget, one of the main reasons that the Musamane swords were considered to be cursed is because he was very good at making swords. I mean, they were extremely sharp. And stories circulated that whoever wielded the sword became bloodthirsty and they just became violent even to the point that they committed suicide with the very their very own sword because they were just bloodthirsty and soon enough they spread all over japan and musamune swords became cursed anyhow that is all for today thank you for listening please share my podcast please subscribe to my podcast i will talk to you all later hasta luego matane